0: Welcome to the Calvary St. George's Sermon Podcast, proclaiming the historic faith of Christ and Him crucified. These podcasts are recorded and produced by the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. For more information, head to Calvarystgeorges.org. A couple of weeks ago, a friend and I were talking about water, and my friend told me that he does his best thinking when he's near water. He said that his really good inspirations come to him when he's washing the dishes or taking a shower or watering the lawn. And so I began to think about my own experiences of water as well. long time ago, uh, I ran in the New York City Marathon, and I adopted the minimalist approach to training beforehand, so that for the last half of that race, for the last 13 miles, I had cramps in my legs and I barely made it to the finish line. And after the race, I hobbled back to my apartment and I filled the bathtub with hot, hot water. And as I got into the tub, and as that water began to ease my aching muscles, I could almost see Jesus sitting on the edge of the tub and saying to me with a sweet, sweet smile, Come unto me, Jim, you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will refresh you. Jesus is in the business of taking ordinary things, a little slice of bread, a little sip of wine, a cup of water, and using them to show how God intervenes in our lives. And now, on this hot Friday afternoon, on a hill in the shape of a skull, there is this need of a dying man to have some water. He's got just minutes to live, and his throat is parched, and he cries out, I thirst. And when Jesus says, I thirst, he is telling us in the most simple and profound way that he completely identifies with all of the different ways in which you and I are thirsty. When Jesus cries out, I thirst, he's telling us that he knows all about all of the dry areas in our lives. And when I think about the parts of me that are craving for some living water, it brings me right back to this dying man, who knows me so well. So let me just ask you as well this afternoon, where are you crying out, I thirst, right now? What parts of your spirit as you've come into this church are a little dry or parched or maybe really parched? Where might you be craving in your inward spirit some living water right now? When I think about what it is in my own life that causes me to thirst the most, that causes me to cry out for this living water to quench my thirst, what I'm thirsting for the most is some person, some person with real authority who can say to me, Jim, you are loved and you're doing fine. And so, for instance, a little boy might say to his dad, Dad, did you see my hit in the baseball game? And what he's really saying is, Dad, am I doing okay? Dad, do you love me? Or when your spouse says to you, Honey, did you like your present? Or maybe just, Did you like dinner? He or she is really saying, Honey, am I doing okay? Honey, do you love me? You and I are so thirsty way deep down for hearing the news that we are loved and that we're doing okay. And the news that we're loved, the news that we're doing okay, the news that we're forgiven, the news that the slate is wiped clean, the news that death is not the last word, the news that we are precious in God's eyes, all this news is proclaimed in this dying man who is taking our thirst upon himself so that we may drink of God's forgiveness and love. Let me tell you about a time When I was really thirsty One of my best friends Is my sister But when I was in the fourth grade And she was in the second grade I would say that Sacrificial, self-giving love Was not the basic mark of our relationship And so one afternoon After school My sister and I were having a fight On the second floor Landing of our house And at one point I punched her in the stomach, and she opened her mouth to cry. And without thinking, I reached down and I grabbed a spray can from the table. Now those of you who are a little bit older will perhaps remember a spray that used to be sold in stores that was used uh, to spray in your garden to kill bugs. And the spray was called DDT. And it turned out that DDT was so poisonous that the government banned it a long time ago. Well, this was a can of DDT. And as my sister opened her mouth when I punched her, and as she got ready to cry, I stuck the can right up in her mouth and sprayed the DDT into her mouth. At that moment, my mother appeared on the landing. She did not say a word, she simply grabbed my sister and picked her up, ran down the stairs, out the front door, out into the street, flagged down the first car, and got into it to rush off to the hospital. I went into my room and sat down and just waited. I waited for the end, which was not far away. About a half hour later, the front door opened. I heard steps on the stairs, and those were steps that I knew belonged to my father. I knew that the apocalyptic second coming was at hand. I knew that the final judgment was about to happen. My father walked into my room. And as he stood in the doorway, he saw on my face the sorrow, and the guilt, and the fear, and the despair. And then he did something that has permanently affected my life. He simply opened up his arms. I burst into tears and ran to him like a shot, and he enfolded me in his arms. My father saw how thirsty I was, and he opened his arms. But I know whose arms those really were. Those were the arms of my Lord stretched out on the cross." And it was the voice of my Lord telling me that I was forgiven and that I was loved. Come unto me, says the man on the tree, all you who are thirsty. And I will give you the living water of redeeming love. Amen. Thank you for listening to our sermon podcast produced and recorded at the Parish of Calvary St. George's in the city of New York. If you feel led to support the continuing ministry of the parish, you can make an online donation at calvarystgeorges.org giving. Thank you.